gonna see how, how long I can talk for. I'm gonna see if I could rant for as long as possible. Um, yeah, welcome to the Against the Family podcast. My name is Z.A. Garcia. For those who have not watched, uh, that was not scripted. I figure, you know, listening to radio shows, that became something that I have to say because apparently it's not, it's really hard to get new people to watch you and for like new people to start watching you. You know, you have to have some type of intro, some type of introduction. Uh, sorry, I have not been really consistent. Uh, I would lo- I would like to do this a weekly thing, but like you know, uh, my comedy with uh, stand up and my podcast, it, it really revolves around my work schedule because I really need to. You know, that's that's the way I'm doing it. You know. It, it's gotten to the point where I have to hope that let me turn the fan on. It's hot as fuck in my room. It's gotten to the point where I um you know every week my schedule comes out I hope it's a uh, it's a uh, I I get a day off on the day that there's an open mic, and what makes it tough is that most of these open mics are. You have to sign up a couple of days in advance, so I don't even know if I'm gonna be off, and I'm signing up. Uh, yesterday I was at Third Floor Cantina. They finally, uh, the place looks great. You know, they finally they added TVs and everything. Um, Third Floor Cantina up in Bryan, Texas. Yeah, I'll go check out. And shows are now every Wednesday night instead of Tuesday night, uh, and. I did this, man. Like, I I got off of work at, like, about 9.30. Like, right before 9.30. I was closing up. And I decided, you know what, man? I'm so tired. And, and the open mic always goes up. I'm always one of the last guys to go, which is about, like, after 11 o'clock. And, like, I was... I'm, I'm saying, you know, you know what? Fuck that. I'm, I'm a driver. I have nothing to do tonight. This is depressing. Like recently, I've been going to sleep at like one or two a.m. because uh, I don't know what. Like somehow I messed up my sleep schedule again. You know, I used to usually I was a guy who liked to go go to sleep early and uh, go to sleep early. But you know, early to me isn't early to to a lot of people. You go to sleep at fucking eleven or twelve or at midnight. That's early to some people. But growing up, like ever since growing up, man, my dad was a hard ass. I I always talk about this, and he would always like it'd be eight p.m. or nine. He's like, it's getting, it's getting fucking late. Y'all better go to bed right now. And I was like, damn, dad, why you tripping? Always like. Then, like, the next morning, if you wake up at, like, 7.30 or 8, he's like, hey, look, look who finally decided to wake up. Oh, my God. That's why I'm hard now. That's why I'm, like, I have resentment that I don't, especially in, in like, this past year of my life, I've been becoming, like, you realize there's moments where you become more and more like, like your parents, even though you say, Repeat to yourself growing up that you don't want to be like them. But, I mean, it helps in a way. You know. When you when you grow up with strict, uh, strict parents, man, it just puts ca- calluses on your uh, on your mentality. 
And what I mean by that is, like, you go, f it gives you, like, a different perspective where it just doesn't, uh, shit that will bother you will, wouldn't normally bother you. Or it really affects your approach on how do you, your approach on how do you, how do you, you know, deal, deal with things. Like, I remember my final year of high school, um, I used to, growing up, my my dad always gave me the, my dad only never, didn't whip my ass for long, he only whooped my ass until I was 10, and then, like, after 10, after I was, after that, you know, after I was, my teen years, it was just some stare, because he knew all he needed was that look to give me, you know, that, that stare for, you could see him from a, from that hundred yard stare, he look at you like, and you know, you done fucked up. So during high school, you know, I was and like I was always a pushover, but like, you know, m much more recently, I was like, I started to take le less shit. So during my final year, around my final year of high school, you know, and during high school, for some reason, I got touch funny. Not touch funny, not, <laughs> not touch funny in the sense of, you know, I got molested, but like, t touch funny is like, I think it still counts because it's, it, I didn't, did not want it, that, you know, girls would, for some reason, grab my ass without, you know, because I played football and I had like that, like, a, a squatter's ass, I had like, I was, I had very, uh, I had a round ass, basically is what I'm saying. And every now and then, like every time I, like every time I would be in like either in the lunch line or moving up the stairs, some some bitch would just go up and squeeze it, and like, and it and it really bothered me, cause ain't nothing, you're really testing my manhood. That's basically what you're doing, testing my man, like you say, trying to see I won't say shit, or you're really trying to 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 grab my attention on some goofy shit. And like during that final year of high school, uh, I think I was going up the stairs someone some some bitch uh some bitch just walking behind me just grabbing squeeze and like and like and I, I once I got up the stairs I moved to the side and just looked looked at her with that same stare my dad used to give me that and like I realized what it did, it like said a th like that look you give people says a thousand words. Like hey, like it it, it make it makes an unspoken it, it establishes an unspoken bond is what I'm saying is like saying hey, that was out of pocket, don't fucking touch, don't fucking touch because I can't really say verbally I can't say hey if I grabbed your ass I would I should like you would have kicked me down the stairs so what makes you think I shouldn't do that same shit to you, huh? But I can't say that, you know, especially I'm not very, the con you know me, man. Like I said, I was a pushover. I wasn't really the conf confrontational type, which I regret to this day. You know, you try to say you don't live with regrets, but I think that's one of the things I do re do regret, which is inevitable. You're going to regret things when you look back because hindsight is twenty twenty. But one of the things, one, like what I'm saying is one of the things I regret is, is being such a pushover. Man, if I ever run into those people, I 
the some dude who picked on me in middle school works in the HEB in this small town I'm in. And you know how I had to restrain myself to like, hey man, how you doing? You know, approach him like calmly. Hey, hey, remember that time you fucking teabagged me in middle school during a, a, a football game on PE class? Yeah, you, you can say you can, you can play. Like, give me one reason why I shouldn't rob you after you clock out today, huh? Give me one reason why I shouldn't fucking beat you. At, 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 <laughs> fucking stomp you out in the back alley. <laughs> Leave your leave your ass bloody by the by, by at the foot of your truck. <laughs> Give me one reason why I shouldn't rob you for that trauma you caused me. But I had to refrain myself because you know that, that ain't the first time I did that shit. I, like I was like the same thing happened at a gym. And like what minute I asked this dude what uh, he looked vaguely familiar, but it wasn't it wasn't nobody I knew. But I was like, hey, what middle school you went to? And he once said some other middle school. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Uh, I thought you were one of the guys who picked. I was about to rob you after the after your workout. <laughs> and, and y'all, and I know y'all probably saying like, "Hey man, what you tying a whole lot of shit?" And I am, I am. I'm really it, 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 talking shit. Became it, it, it's my 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 career now. I do, I, and I'll deal with the consequences. I don't care. I'm still I'm still young in the game. I'm trying to find my way out. And if I told, I would get into a discuss. I would get into discussions with these pe- with pe- people like, "Hey man, like, remember that? Like, you know they, they do that shady shit. You know, there's they bring up some 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 like humiliating moment from your past, and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey Z, remember that time we." Uh, fucking, uh, whatever the fuck, or we, uh, beat you with a broomstick in the locker room, ah, those were some good times, oh yeah, what the, you know what, I should have slapped the shit out of you when I got the chance, and they would play, I would have said that, matter of fact, I'll say that now, I don't care, like, I would, I should have, you know what, man, you know, we're talking right now, where it's all cool, but back then, I should have slapped the shit out of you. Is, and I know what that was They're like Oh man I would've just kicked your ass You know what man I would've taken the ass whooping Because that That won't Take away from the fact That I just fucking Bitch slapped you I would've taken the ass whooping It would've been worth it I should've taken The ass whooping The annex The The fucking uh, Conversation with the police I would've taken it all back man If it made me If it meant I didn't have to go through Half of the shit That fucks me up to this day No, that's why I said like if a dude, if someone, if I if I get messed with, you know, and it gets to the point where it has to, it it, it gets hostile, um, like I don't want y'all to think I'm a wannabe violent motherfucker. I want to be you no, know, I want to act act gangster because I'm really not, I'm not at all. You know, I follow the the main rule, bro. Every person who's actually been in martial arts, studied martial arts. Knows you avoid a fight whenever you can, and I'm listening to those people. I'm not listening to these dudes who pick fights everywhere they go on the streets. Like fucks, no. If you can avoid a fight, avoid a fight. You know, some dude got 
jump because he thought he was getting like I heard I read a story I heard a story of uh, some dude I'm not gonna say his name he he got jumped because he went over to fight this dude and thought he thought it was gonna be a one on one. But then, like, the dude showed up with, like, two of his other friends, and and it was one-on-one for a second until he lo- it looked like he started winning, and he got jumped. And then, they, and then like, his, uh, like, this uh, martial arts expert asked him, would you, uh, did you have the opportunity to run? He was like, 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 what do you mean? Like, when you saw the... That it was more than one person, uh, more than the guy you were fighting showing up. Did you have the opportunity to run? Matter of fact, even if you, you didn't know, even if you didn't know that there was two other people coming, did you have the opportunity to walk away or run? It was like, uh, yes, I guess so. You know, like then you should have run. People who fought, actually got into fights before know to fucking walk away because they deal with. With contact on a on a day to day on a daily basis, martial arts teacher, martial artist, like they know, like how little it takes, because they they're really seriously enough familiar with how little it takes to kill a man. So that that that's my style, but going back to the bitch slapping part, like. Look, if I ever, if it ever gets to the point where I can't avoid it, it becomes some like goofy shit. Like, like it's like that Nipsey Hustle video that from I don't know three years ago. I think Nipsey, like when Nipsey Hustle was at the BET Awards and some like dude was acting up, and like it's a, there's a video of this on YouTube and like he just bitch slapped the dude. It it was a. <laughs> It was a loud ass pop, and the dude was just humiliated. Cause like, that's why that's why I then like it. That's why I say like, if I'm ever in that situation where you can't run away, that that's gotta be your go-to move because basically, you take some from that. You could get I could get my ass kicked. Like you get you and your three friends could stomp me out, but nothing's gonna take away from the fact that. You got bitch slapped. I bitch slapped you, and a lot of people saw me bitch slap you. That like, we we talk like like all this shit we're talking, and like I just you it 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 just takes something from you like that. You can play it off all you want to, like it's like I wish a motherfucker would try to bitch slap me. I'll kick his ass, and guess what? You could kick his ass. But it doesn't take from the fact that he took your manhood in front of you. And this is not to say with like, like playing in football fights that when when you see a fight break out in football, usually it 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 sparks and it diffuses instantaneously because it's a quick it, it, it's it's then and there and and we get over it fast. Because it's all emotional. We understand it's all emotional. Here's how you know it's all emotional when it's on the, on the football field. People throw punches, headshots, while wearing helmets. What the f- Like, you're not, you know you're not thinking. Because why would you think it's a good idea to throw an overhand right onto someone wearing a helmet? I've been punched before. Like, it didn't work. <laughs> I think it was, like, my freshman year of high school. Some dude said, like, something about my mom. I... Went over, I went over and like 
I knew because I, I and like I was really technical. I put, I tried to punch him in the liver or something because it was the only part that the pads, the chest plate didn't go down that far. So if you punch him in the liver, he's gonna feel that. This dude went first. I think he punched me in the side of the helmet. Then he just play hit the top of my helmet like it was a fucking Congo drum, <laughs> like it was a fucking Congo drum. <laughs> Bro, it's all emotional, man. But if you, uh, but 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 that's what I'm saying, man. Like the, the all that beef diffuses, it diffuses easier. But like when it, when it comes when it comes to every like everyday life on the streets, you just gotta. That that's that's basically the rule. You got if you can run away, run away. If you can walk away, walk away. Avoid confrontation at all costs, man. You know easy it is to, to kill to kill people yeah. oh shit I gotta stop eating nothing sounds worse than someone eating on the microphone I apologize to my last guest Marlo Ray big things are coming for this man I want to expand on this if I just had, see the reason I, the only thing stopping me from investing full time on this podcast, which I really, really don't want to do half time, I want to do part time this, part time comedy, and that's my, and if that's my career, if I can make a living off that, that's a dream come true. But no, I think the only thing that that's stopping me from investing f- fully into this podcast is um maybe my cop. Like my truck, and the fact that I want—I don't want to tell my parents, you know. <laughs> oh my god, man! I'm still secretly keeping this away from my parents. It like makes no fucking sense. I wish I could just tell my dad, like, Dad, I love you. I don't want to break your heart, and you're not—I don't want you to think that you're a failure for this. But, but I want to do comedy. You did your job. You did your job, man. I'm—I'm a, I'm a grown man, and I know what I want to do in my life. And it's gonna be a struggle, but. This is something I find worth struggling for. Not not some not not some desk job. Like I mean, I love I love being creative, and that's why I thought you know architecture was gonna be the way out. You know, if I could like uh, become an architect, I could still create. I could still be creative and and you know uh, and design and everything, but. Even I can't escape. I can't even escape comedy in the classroom. I, <laughs> I'm a class clown, bro. Like, like dog. This is a uh, class clown is my is my mind. I, and I should have been goofier in high school, but like I, I I never embraced it. College is where I fucking embraced it. I am fully fully on embraced it because look, I was a, I'm a loser, but I know I'm a loser now. I'm not gonna fight the fact that I'm a loser and I'm a weirdo. I'm a fucking weirdo. And I think that that combination is poison if you don't fully buy into it. Like I was trying to fight my younger self was trying to fight being a a loser and fight being a weirdo, especially a a weirdo. That was my technique like try to look as little as a weirdo as you can and you won't be as big as of a loser as you are. But no, like trying not and then I realize, looking back, well, look, trying not to be a weirdo 
made me look like the biggest loser. It made me look like the biggest loser I, c- I could have been. I should have I should have just embraced it, and I'm embracing it now. But the years of pain cost me, man. Like it just I don't know I don't know how to say it, man. I'm becoming more of a superstitious. Uh, I'm becoming more and more superstitious as I grow up. Yeah, like I used to not. I like to say, because I realized um, I'm not a superstitious guy. But this, I've been saying that a lot. And come to think of it, I become more. Uh, I I I am pretty much superstitious. Like, I don't believe in ghosts. Fully, but. Is my my unwillingness to test it. And it looks like I believe in ghosts. I'm not pl- I'm not doing that stupid mirror game. I'm not saying bloody Mary on the th- in the in the in the dark bathroom in front of a mirror three times. Fuck that. Why the fuck would I summon Candyman? You watch these top ten lists. Top ten uh games you should never play alone. Not not only never play like. Number one was this game where you fill a, some type of uh, of doll with rice. You fill a doll up with rice and you play hide and go seek of it with it. Now it has to be like I, I don't know. I think it says something about it has to be a full moon. It has to be midnight, and you have to go hide. And you better make sure the doll doesn't find you. And like I, and like what pissed me off is like people that there's like recounts of people saying that the doll gets up and look for them. That shit is scary. Like, I'm not going to test that out, bro. I don't want to believe that's true because it's like I, I like to be scientific. And there's no evidence for it. But I'm not willing to test it out because the consequences are so dire. Look, man. Like, the, 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 the consequence, if I'm wrong, trumps everything that, 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 I, that I, my whole belief, my lack of belief in, in this shit, you know? Bro, if that doll finds me, I'm fucking dying. My, I'm probably gonna be like, <laughs> like uh, what's his name, Johnny Depp in the end of uh, the uh, the uh, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street, just like shredded, like if I was a blender. Like, like, like uh, you get sink down in, in, into your bed, you get shredded like a blender, you get shredded, then you get go all over the ceiling. No evidence of what your where, where your body is. Not willing to test that, man. It's horrible. Also, like I, I, I talk about this, I, I talked about this quite a while ago. Uh, the eye. I, I can't deal with people looking at me no more. I can't deal with the side eye, the the, the stare. The, like, what? Stop looking at me. Stop staring. What? What are you looking at? Because if you're not looking at me, you're looking at me with the intention that you're going to say something, but you know you're not saying it. You're thinking it. And it's probably not positive, which is why not you're saying it. So stop fucking looking at me. Unless you're going to say something. You ever had that? You know, the, the, the like someone looks at you like they're about to start a conversation, but they don't. They just keep looking at you. Like they're on the fucking spectrum. And I am on the fucking spectrum. But they're, I don't know if they're not. I don't know if they got the same thing I got going on. Here's what I do. 
uh, one time I get so like caught up in my in my head that I just look in one direction and I'm daydreaming. I'm like I'm, my eyes are forward. My eyes are forward, but I'm daydreaming, and I'm so caught up in this daydream that I forget that I'm looking. And sometimes there will be a person standing right here, right in my, <laughs> right in my sight line. And they think I'm staring at them. I'm probably having dreams of a uh, like if I was in the NFL or, or me doing, doing uh uh uh, uh or me if I was uh in 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 the uh, First Blood Part Two in the jungle like Rambo. Like if I would, yeah, yeah, I would get that bow and arrow, like make it out of sticks, like I take, I infiltrate some some, some kind of uh some some camp, and, and and free and free my partners, like no, and like all that's going through my head, my eyes are wide open and I forget that I'm looking because I'm so like all I'm, my eyes are open, looking forward but I'm seeing myself, in the, in the jungle, or seeing myself on on a football field. And like, uh, and like, <laughs> I'm accidentally like, and there's some poor couple standing right there. That's another thing. Like when you sometimes when that dirty look is on purpose is when like speaking of couples and and that in the eye, the fucking eye, fucking eye. When it comes to couples, like if it's like this, I work in the, in, in retail, so like every time people walk into the store, you know, it usually it'll be a couple. Now here's my, my what I do: I always address the man first. However, if you're a woman, you always address the woman first. You always have to like it's just because for some reason it has to be your job now, to, so so that they don't work, think think the worst in you. So if a couple walks in. You know, the men, like, and here's the worst part. You know, they you see them in the window outside before they walk in. They're they're happy. They're smiling, you know. Charleston's playing in the background or some shit. And then they, they're like, all smiles. Then they walk in, like, hi, how are you doing today? And because I'm a guy, the guy gets some stank face on his, uh, stank look on his face. I was like, hey. Like motherfucker, why are you getting defensive right now? Fuck you, getting? I'm talking to you. You need help shopping for anything today, man? Huh? What's with all this defensive shit? You don't gotta protect her right now. Nobody wants her right now. Yo, what, what are you trying to? You're being so defensive when it, you know, when you don't have to be. Line up, smile, motherfucker. You're alive. You're alive. Be happy. Be in a good mood. You're alive. They'll come in here and catch an attitude because you think it's it, it, like it's some what some self defense mechanism. Golly! All right, I, um, if I could find something else to talk to y'all, I, I can't. I, I could, but like you know, uh, we're we're gonna make it half hour. I'm gonna make it easy on y'all. You know, y'all wrap up. Y'all make it a cup of cut it short for y'all today. Uh, don't leave my angry ass to, to 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 ruin your mood. Uh, so yeah, keep looking out for the podcast. I see big things come for it. Uh, have the uh, uh lovely Kareth Foster 
who I try I am trying to get on the show, uh, trying to invite her. Uh, hopefully she accepts the invitation. I already she already uh, I already sent her the links trying to so she could check out the podcast if she likes what she sees. Hopefully uh, we can get her on. You know she uh, Kareth Foster was on. Uh, I don't even know what she's on, which is why I feel bad, but. Where I, I know her from is she was she was on the Black Phillip show with Patrice O'Neill and Dante Nero back in the uh, mid two thousands and and like on the show she was great because she uh, uh her role was she and basically she was great on the show y'all go check it out I think it was episodes episodes four six and seven maybe I don't know it's on it's all on YouTube eh? but. She she was great. Uh, I seen some I seen some of her public speaking. Uh, she has a TED talk as well. Her seen a little bit of her stand up, and she's just and she is excellent. So hopefully I can I could get her on. Um, please, Miss uh, Miss Kareth Foster, uh, this is your invite. Officially, I will be performing at uh, Liberty Station Sunday. Uh, I think there will be a show. Uh, right before the open mic starts so y'all go so sunday night at liberty station down in downtown houston uh as well as third floor cantina wednesday nights every wednesday nights they move from tuesday to wednesday nights. so third floor cantina up in Bryan, texas every tuesday night you know i would give you <laughs> it used to be that i have to give you an address but motherfucker google maps became free so so you know the names: Third Floor Cantina, Wednesday nights, Liberty State, uh, up in uh, Bryant's, uh, in Bryant, Texas, next uh, in College Station, and uh, Liberty Station, downtown Houston, uh, Sunday nights. Liberty Station, downtown Houston, Sunday nights. Y'all remember, man? All right, man. I'll, I'll leave you alone. I'm gonna get out of here. Y'all take care.